Welcome to Conscious Corner, brought to you by Conscious Coaching, Inc., the show that talks about divorce, step-parenting, families, and all the complexities that go along with it. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening. I want to give first and foremost a shout out to my team, Joel at East Coast Studio, who makes it sound great every week. And you can reach him at eastcoaststudio.ca and to the Music Assembly, who provides the music at the beginning and end of our show. And you can reach them at themusicassembly.com. So this week we are talking about, because it's just before Christmas and there's a lot of festivities and families and meetings and parties going on, we're going to be talking about with kids of divorce and what it's like for them going between two homes. So this week I have special guests and my very first guest is Evan and Evan is my stepson. And so he's going to be talking about hopefully candidly and he doesn't feel too weird now that he's with me, his stepmom to say anything, but he won't what it's like for him between two homes and divorce. And and we're also going to be giving tips to kids that he will have for them, you know, things that will make it easier for them that they can take away and also tips for parents. So they understand from a kid's perspective what it's like. And I mean, I say kid, Evan's not so much a kid. He's almost 18, but he's experienced this since he was how old Evan like six I think yeah so he has a really good understanding of two homes two Christmases and what all that's like so he'll have some good tips for everyone so say hi to everyone Evan hi everybody (laughs) and he sounds really deep that's right his you know it's funny his dad said oh you're gonna sound really deep he does (laughs) so Evan you've had lots of Christmases in two homes right Yes, right? I have. Like since six, that's a long time. Yeah, so what's it What's it like for you to have two Christmases? Uh, what's Christmas like for you? Christmas is nonstop. There's always something going on. For the most part, during Christmas break, there's every single day is planned out. And from like all the way, like basically after summer, everyone's thinking about what days will be for which family and where we will be. And it's every day has its own schedule and there's never like a day that you're just like oh we have nothing to do today we'll just do nothing yeah that's true it is really busy Christmas is a busy busy time and yeah and I you don't actually think about it when you're just in the one home as the parent that oh yeah they don't actually have a day where they do nothing because we're trying to plan 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 right and so Tell me, so do you think there's a benefit to that? Like, do you have things that you love about it? or? Well, obviously, it gives me more individualized time with like each part of my family. Like, if, when you're in one house together and your whole family's there, like, you're going to, you're not, you're going to miss that uncle that you haven't seen in like five years just because there's so many people you have to connect with all at once. Mm-hmm. So I find, I find that kind of an advantage because. Each day I'm with a different part of my family and I catch up with just about every single person because how can I not? Yeah, really. Every single day is a new new extension of my family. So Yeah. I mean, that is the fun part. I remember as a kid, like that would be the fun part too, is getting to see everybody. But yeah, you don't think about that you actually don't have a day off either. So would you say that's a challenge then too? 
is yeah, not sure. having that time. Um, so I'm in I'm in college now. So harder for you it's, now. <laughs> uh, it's even more like it's I have three weeks off and I'm trying to fit in everything in my three weeks and it's just thinking about it is overwhelming. So the challenge is like like you have so much time that's spent with family, it's kind of difficult to fit in time with friends and other loved ones that you'd like to spend Christmas with. Yeah. I mean, that would be I think it's hard that's the hard part about Christmas I think for everyone in general is cuz it's like a small two-week window that everybody has. And actually people who are working only have that one week. So you're trying to fit everything in and then I guess being in a divorce family, then you're trying to fit everything in, like you said, with all these other family members you don't get to see very often. So yeah, it's just squishing all that time in. Now, with Christmas, I mean, Christmas comes with lots of traditions and stuff. So yeah. do you do you have traditions that you do? I mean, I'm talking as though I don't know you. I know I know we do. Yes, um, <laughs> so I want to hear from your end. What, yeah. what do you think our traditions are? Well... <laughs> Yes, you know our traditions. We go to Winter Garden every year to get a new Christmas ornament, and I think that's it's a really nice thing that we've done since, for the most part, since since you guys have been split up. No, we haven't been split up since your dad yeah, and your since, mom have uh, been split since up. Since my dad and my mom right. have been split up. Since I came onto the scene. Yes, um, <laughs> and I think that's kind of it's really helped incorporate, really get you into the family. At my mom's, it's a lot different. She doesn't really have traditions it's kind of a lot more laid back at her house usually we try and decorate the tree together but it's December 15th and or whatever something like that Mm -hmm. and we still don't have the tree up so (laughs) she's kind of a lot more like oh whatever yeah it's not a big deal Right. So she she just has things more relaxed at her yeah, place. It's a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have traditions that I try to incorporate. So yeah, that's one of them was the is the winter garden one and we each get an ornament for the tree every year. We're at a point now where I think we have enough ornaments. We're running that, out of tree space. <laughs> right. We're gonna need to get a second tree. I know. We used to have a little tree, remember? Yes, I remember the little tree. Yeah. So we used to have two trees where it was a kid tree and an adult tree because when they're little kids like to decorate with these crazy colors and yes, ornaments. It was very, very tacky. Right. Tacky so tree. so that was their tree and then we had the adult tree, which was the pretty decoration. So we've since gotten rid of the little tree because now we all can agree that the adult tree is much prettier and better and nicer. But the idea of that is that the ornaments they get to take away when they have their own family. So when you have your own family, you get to keep all those ornaments. Cause even as, the not-so-pretty ones. Even Yeah, you can give those to your kids and yeah. start your own little tree for them. Right? So it's little things like that. What else do we do? I like to watch Elf. Yeah, we watch Elf every year at both houses, actually. We do that. Yeah. It's like, that was always our movie. Not really sure why. It just kind of happened. Everyone kind of... Because it's a great movie. over Elf. Because it's an awesome movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. So we have that. And then, and then of course, there's always a family dinner. Mm-hmm. But that's, that happens on both it's pretty, homes. pretty, pretty universal. Yeah. yeah. That happens on both homes. But one thing we're trying to do for tradition-wise, because we have Christmas on the 26th. Okay, yeah. actually, let me ask you this. 
So we have Christmas on the 26th in our house, so with his dad. It's on the 26th. And I incorporated this because I started that tradition with my family because I also came from a family of divorce. And like you, I understand it's like super hectic yeah. trying to juggle like all these days. And everyone wants Christmas Eve, Christmas Day as the day. And it became too much when you have your own family and then your partner's family. I mean, you don't even yeah, have that yet. We're already and, going from yeah. one house to the other house on in the same day on Christmas. Yeah, and it becomes crazy. So... So when I was old enough, I said, why don't we have our Christmas, like on my mom's side, on Boxing Day? Because nobody does Boxing Day. And who, yeah. who cares what day it is? It's a point of just being together. Right? And so we all agreed. And so now every year and for the last, like even before I knew you, we started this. So I think it's been for 15 years. We've been doing Boxing Day as our Christmas. So we kind of incor- start to incorporate that here. So with you, Evan, and... Just to make it easier so that you don't have to be juggling like so many homes on yeah. different days. Like, what do you think of that idea? It's that is a lot more helpful because already on Christmas, we're going, we start at, I think, usually our dad's house mm-hmm. and then we end up at our mom's house by like maybe noon. And so Christmas is already like jump started by like 6 a.m. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, it's fun when you're little, but. <laughs> By the time you're my age, <laughs> I'm not trying to sound old or anything, but yeah, you're you just want to sleep. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's it's difficult, but having it so it's just mom and dad for Christmas Day makes it a lot easier. And that way there's like a whole like other day for like more branches of the family. Right. I mean, ideally, the whole goal is that eventually like... Dad's Day will just be Boxing Day so that you yes. don't even have to worry. And then Mom's Day will be either whatever, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, whichever one she decides. And like ideally when you guys get older, that would just be, so, that's the goal. So, which is why we keep it consistent Boxing Day because that makes it just so much easier. And then eventually, you know, when you grow up and have your own family years and years and years later, <laughs> Right, because uh, you're gonna have their like your your girlfriend's family or your wife's family, whatever. By that point, to think about, yeah, like that's and think about the layers of that added onto yes. all the layers already, right? So to try and eliminate days where you just have one day each would be so much better. <laughs> December twenty fifth is gonna lose its meaning. <laughs> yeah, really. It's gonna be. Oh, every single day is Christmas. 24th is Christmas, 25th, 26th, 27th. (laughs) Every day is Christmas. Yeah, see, and the benefit is that every day is Christmas, so you get to meet people and have presents. Presents is always a bonus, especially when you're a kid. Always. But the challenges, okay, so let's go challenges. Challenges are, like you said, are that you have no time. You're exhausted. Yeah. It's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. Right. And then... By the time you end up seeing everyone, then your holiday's done. Yeah, and then Christmas is over, and you're like, oh, well, where'd the time go? Like, what? Like, I'm not ready to go back yet. It feels <laughs> right. like I only really did one thing. Right. And as for you then, like like you said, you know, you don't get time to meet with your friends. So, like, do you think now you would have time, like, be able to fit in time with your friends? Is that something important for you to do? It is. It's really important, and I'm going to 
do like everything that I can. And the problem is like they have exams all the way until five days before Christmas. So it makes it a little more difficult. So once you get older, it's even harder. But it's really important because like they're when you really get down to it, they're their family too. And they deserve their Christmas as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think as as parents and adults, you never really look at your kids and their friends as that's family too. But it is because you spend, I would say, probably more time yeah. oftentimes with them than you do with us, yeah. right? So and, uh, and it's like as a kid, even like when you're younger, I guess when you're older, it's a little easier to voice your opinion. Right. But when everyone's trying to run around and plan everything, at least me personally, mm-hmm. I always I wasn't really a fan of like saying, well, this doesn't really work for me. And like, I'd like to have some time to see my friends. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more difficult to like speak your mind when everyone's rushing around trying to figure out their own plan. It kind of like as a kid, you get kind of washed up because you don't really can't really say much because then a lot of the time it's just like, oh. Another thing to worry about. That's true. And, all right, I mean, that's a good tip for parents. Yeah. You know, so parents, if you're listening, you know, remember that your kids probably get overwhelmed, as we've said, with a lot of the back and forth and at at Christmas time, being in two homes, trying to see everyone. Plus, they also need that time to relax. Yeah. You know, we all take time off as adults because we know, oh, we get the week off for Christmas just specifically so that we can relax. So why would we not think our kids need time to relax as well? And like you just said, Evan, they probably want to see their friends and we really don't take that into consideration a lot. Yeah, even just having like the kids involved in the whole planning at all, like making sure that their voices are heard because, I don't know, for some kids, like the friend part is less important, but there's something else that they want incorporated in the whole Christmas plan because the Christmas planning when you're in a divorced family is just as complicated as like planning a summer vacation because there's just so much you're trying to incorporate and when you really get down to it in not long enough of a time. That's that's true. I mean, that's a good tip number two is, okay, parents, tip number one is remember that your kids need some downtime and time to be with their friends. Tip number two is, good idea, Evan, maybe incorporate them in the planning. So when you're starting to plan your holiday schedule, ask them what it is that they'd like. You know, maybe if they'd want to see their friends, right? Or if they have something that they might want to do or not do. Maybe they just don't want to do anything one day and be like, can we just do nothing yeah, or like watch a TV or whatever. The break yeah. with like just who like you're around. Like it doesn't really as a kid, sometimes it's just like like you're trying to see your family, but like personally, family can get very overwhelming. <laughs> so Evan, even as an adult, family is very overwhelming. Yeah, so <laughs> it's just um take like you gotta make sure they know you gotta make sure that you know what they want to do as well because you're asking everyone and like the extended family from like your uncle Ned to uh, your great great aunt Aunt Louise, who you haven't seen in like five years. Everyone right. is being asked about the Christmas plans, and oftentimes the kid that you see every day is not being asked what they want to do. Yeah, and that's a good point. I mean, 
kids have voices too. They have needs. So let's not forget them. That's a very good tip, I think. Yeah. And so what would you say then to kids to help them make it a little easier for them. So say this is somebody new who's, this is their first time, their parents are divorced, their first Christmas where they have to go into homes. Like what would be something that would make it easier for them? Well, kind of like I said, and it's not easy, especially when like I personally, when I, when it all, like when they, my parents split up, I, I didn't really, I was sad. I was kind of confused, but I saw everyone around me kind of like everyone else was seemed way more sad than I was. So a lot of the time I'm just trying to be like, like a rock and not really like be able to be there for my family. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, you need to be able to, you have to voice how you feel, especially during Christmas. You want to make sure that you're enjoying Christmas to the best of your abilities. And so making sure that people around you know what you want is really important. And just make sure that you have a little time to relax. Because like even even when you're a little kid, school is always going to be like a big part of your life. And it's always like every day and from morning to late afternoon. Like it's it's no work schedule, but it's still... It's still busy. Sure. Busy, busy, busy for kids. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you're getting some of your, some me time because like everyone needs that, even, even kids. Right. So for parents, if any of your kids are listening with you, if you're listening to this in the car and they happen to be there, this is a little shout out tip to, to your kids that, you know, tell your parents what you want. Don't be afraid because it's important and, and just relax. So even when you're with your other family and that, if you just want to go and lie down or watch TV and chill, like take whatever time you can and just relax and, and, and have fun and enjoy it. And if you want to see your friends, you got to say so. So don't be worried. Don't be afraid of what your parents are going to say or that you're going to upset them because your needs need to be met too. Yes. Yeah. So Evan, this is really good. I mean, we could probably go on and on and on about yes, this conversation. Forever. Yeah. But we don't have time because I have two other guests who I have to, who we want to know what their experiences are. So I'm going to say thank you, Evan. Yes, thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. You can come on my show anytime. Fun. Yeah. And I like hearing my voice on the <laughs> headphones. Yeah, it is a cool, it's a cool thing. Now, you, you feel very professional. I do feel very professional. Yeah. So anyway, I have two other guests, and I will introduce them in a moment. But Evan, thank you so much. Thank and you. Yeah, I'm glad you came. And I'm glad I, I came as and well. And I'll see you at Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. So my next guests are two awesome boys. Their names are Oscar and Cleve. I'm going to say Cleve, right? Uh, that, sure. Is that how is that how you want to be called? Um, yeah, it's it's fine. Thanks. Okay, and so say hi, guys. How's it going? This is Oscar. Hi, my name's Cleveland. Yeah. So when I say boys, they're actually like men, hence the deep <laughs> voices. I don't mean boys. They're boys to me because I'm I'm old. And <laughs> um, so again, so we're gonna get their perspective now because these are young men different family. And so we heard from Evan earlier and a different family also grew up at some point with a family that was divorced and parents that are divorced. So, and their situation is a little bit different. So guys, so tell me, so do you see, do you see both parents during Christmas or is it typically just 
you know, you see one parent and then another a parent another time at, during the holidays? Well, we rarely see our mom. We occasionally do, but it doesn't usually end up swell. It's not a good time. But on Christmas, it's it's for the past because I moved here in 2015, mm-hmm. and also I moved here in 2015. I haven't really, and that was after a huge thing with my parents. I haven't really see. I didn't see her for a lot after that, mm-hmm. especially for Christmas because I was really angry at her and everything. But I've been trying to kind of rekindle our relationship, and this year we're actually planning on going to see her this Christmas. Awesome. And okay, so you moved here from where? Let's say that. Okay, so just a little bit of backstory. Basically, our parents got divorced, and our mom was living in Hawaii, and our dad was located in Toronto. Right. So most Christmases, when they were separated, it would be either one parent. We weren't. Uh, this is going to be the first year we had the opportunity to see both of them. Right. So on, that yeah. that's going to be a like that's a whole different setting for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what was it like? So when you were in Hawaii and celebrating Christmas there with your mom, did you like did it feel weird that you didn't see your dad? Did you miss your dad or or was it something that wasn't like it didn't really matter because there were other times that you got to see him anyway? I think it was like when we didn't get to see our dad in Hawaii, it was uh like it almost kind of ruined Christmas at certain points. It was yeah, I guess just the vibe changes as a family. Like the first year when dad wasn't there. Um, I honestly, for me, I don't really, because Oscar had a lot more. He's four years older than me, so he has a lot more of that. Um, before it was kind of unstable. Right. Me, it wasn't actually that big of a difference because, well, yeah, he was always in Toronto for work. But when we were in Hawaii, he'd sometimes make it. But yeah, when he didn't, it was it was really big, and it, it changed a lot. Yeah. Because he always made the trip, and yeah. So, and I mean, and that I can't imagine. Like it would be. As a kid, you pro- like all kids want to see both parents, especially at Christmas, right? So, so that would be really hard. And it's actually good to hear, though, because there's a lot of there's a lot of families out there, and a lot of families who are just newly divorcing and separating, who have kids that may not get to see their parent this Christmas, right, or one of their parents this Christmas. So, and sometimes I think parents don't they know it, but they don't really know how a kid feels about not seeing that other parent. So I think it's it's nice to know that, you know, for other parents to hear that you guys say, hey, yeah, it was like a pretty big deal. So, you know, keep that in mind, right? It's a pretty big deal. So being in homes, okay, so being with your mom and now being, so have you celebrated Christmas with just your dad? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Last okay. two years. Okay, so that's great. So do you guys have any traditions like in either home that you guys ha- have? Yeah. Yeah, we do. do. Oh, really? Um, You're smiling. Yeah. Cleve is smiling. It's because our stepmom, every time we have a Christmas, it happens to w- each of us at least once every year uh-huh. for the, since 2016. So only, only really two years, but it's still, it's still really fun where she will wrap a very small present in uh-huh. a box and then wrap that and then put another box in and then wrap that and then put another <laughs> box and then wrap that. And then she can have it all the way go to a four by five box oh and God. it can be a present, like a gift card. Oh my God. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. And that so happens it, every year without it's a like, doubt. It's like this, this torturous, you know, thing to open, to get to this. And there actually is something in the little box. Yeah. That's something okay. very tiny. And that, <laughs> so don't tell her, but I'm actually planning on doing that to her this year. Oh, but nice. not yeah. put something in the yeah, box. Yeah, but not put anything in the box. <laughs> so, okay. so we have to not let her hear this podcast yeah. then. Yeah, right. Let's keep it low key. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, that's pretty awesome. And so do you guys like traditions? Like, do you like that this is something that you do every year now? Yeah, there's... um what else? We we used to go see the Star Wars movie every year. Oh, like yeah. For the last two years, they had a Star Wars movie come out on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And so we saw the midnight showing two years in a row. Yeah. And I think we would have kept going with that tradition this year, but... If the there, movies if there was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember actually the first year was really funny. We went. My dad was super hyped about it because he was such a Star Wars baby in the 80s and uh, 70s. And we went <laughs> we're, there. We're not dating him at all. <laughs> <laughs> and we... When we went there, it was hilarious because my dad was all set. He was ready to go. We had a perfect seat. And then right there was just these two kind of bigger people that were walking and just kind of scooching in front of us uh-huh. at very slowly. And, <laughs> and they passed me and my brother. And then once they get in front of my dad, they're blocking the screen. And then it's like, dun, da, da, da. So it's like the big yeah. Star Wars words. And he was furious. Yeah. He kept went on for a year and a half yeah, about that. Was that. Yeah, we still hear about that. <laughs> that oh See, that will forever be set in your mind. See, that's the story to tell continually <laughs> year after year after year. Yeah, it, ha- it has been set now. <laughs> so, I mean, do you guys like traditions? I think they're pretty fun. Yeah, no, I love traditions. Yeah, yeah they're fun. Yeah, with such a changing world, because some consistency is always comforting. Yeah, yeah, it surely is. And I think for, for kids going through divorce, <laughs> like that is a pretty big thing is to have some consistency. Yeah. So is it something, do you think, that you'll carry on even when you get older, even when you move out and maybe have your own family. Totally, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another way to kind of like, like me, I'm super into history and ancestry and all that, but it's even this is just such a short time from when you were with your parents or something. And having this tradition can always bring out the joy of you when you were like a kid and younger during Christmas, mm-hmm. which as I find when you get older and older, it's not as fun as when you were four years old and you come downstairs with a giant pile of presents. But just always having that feeling from when you were a kid, will I think will be nice when I'm older. So I'm definitely going to do traditions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love traditions. I do them all the time, too. And I'm hoping that the kids carry them on. And when we talked earlier, so one of the traditions I do is, well, for one, we always have to watch Elf. I love that movie and so we always have to watch Elf and we have hot chocolate so it's a thing right and we all sit and watch it together (laughs) and then we go and we take ornaments or we go to this store like this store that has these really pretty Christmas ornaments and we each get to buy one and then we put it on the tree and as Evan said like yes when I interviewed him earlier he's like yeah we used to have like a little tree because when you're little, the Christmas ornaments for kids are so ugly. And, and <laughs> so we had a little tree for the kids and for, it was the ugly tree. And then the nice, so we've graduated, everyone's graduated now to the pretty tree and because <laughs> they can pick nice ornaments now. So we do that. So I'm hoping that eventually they'll get to do things like that too. Like as they get older with their own families, whatever. How long have you been and doing that tradition? About 10 years now. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I've been I I've been stepmom for ten years. Yeah, it's been pretty, what a, a wild ride, awesome. <laughs> but pretty awesome. Like yeah. t- it's pretty awesome. How yeah. many uh, stepchildren do you have? Two. Two. Yeah, I have two. Evan and Claire. Awesome. Yeah, and so yeah, I'm. I mean, I basically have grown up with them. So awesome. it's it's been pretty fun. Awesome. Most of the time, <laughs> Teena- teenagers, as you know, being teenagers, you're. You're understand. you're always peaches, right? <laughs> I don't understand why people like kids or anyone under eighteen. I don't understand why. Right. Uh, well, uh, as a teenager, you're not supposed to like kids. 
<laughs> so, um, so what would you say then if you could give tips, two tips, I mean, or more if you want. So to a young kid who maybe just, this is their first Christmas with their parents apart, what things would you suggest to them? From my own experience, I remember the first Christmas where I noticed that my parents were separated and this was like a serious, like this is a serious change in my life forever. I remember feeling like that Christmas just sucked. Like it was just, I don't really know if there's any tips to some, sometimes you just have to go through that. Mm -hmm. But the good thing is the next Christmas, if you missed out on your mom or your dad the first year, the next year is just that much better. Like that's what Christmas was about is like everyone coming together and the longing and everything. And I remember the next year seeing my dad was amazing. Right. So you so you get to appreciate that other parent a little yeah. bit more cuz yeah. cuz you didn't get to have that time the year before. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that I think that's pretty good because I think we all kind of lose sight of that sometimes too when when you're all just seeing each other all the time and you really get to appreciate your parents in a different way. Yeah. Well, for me, I cuz divorce is such a common thing in the world now yeah. and every single friend like my top 5 friends, all of their parents have been divorced. I'm one of the newer divorced kids' parents thing. And something I've noticed is that, well, actually, I'm not the newest. A few of my friends actually had their parents divorce. And the thing is, I've noticed with them, even around the, mostly around the holidays, is they try to act super cool about it. Like mm-hmm. they're fine and all this. But then if we're ever hanging out, sometimes they'll just kind of snap. And it can be in different ways. They can just start crying for no reason. Mm-hmm. And it's because, People want to act strong, especially through this hard time, because they understand that's hard for their parents too, and they want to be as easy as possible. But I, I just want people to realize that it's okay to feel really, excuse my French, but really shitty. Yeah. And I think that's really that's something that's natural. It's gonna happen, and you shouldn't bottle it down because it'll come out later. And it can be in a horrible situation. It can be to someone you love, and it can be to it can just be at a horrible time when you just can't control it anymore and you just have to even like cry, yell, anything. And it's really easy to talk to someone about it. Mm-hmm. Like me, when I, my parents first got divorced, I went to therapy and that so much, that helped me so much. Um, it did it really? Because yeah. there's a lot of, like some kids say it didn't, some kids say it did, and I always think it's always good. Yeah, it's because it's, it's someone that can't tell anybody. Yeah. And that's good. It's like you're telling someone and someone's acknowledging it, yeah. but it won't continue. Right. And that's what I, I really like about it. So much confidence. Also, therapists are trained. They know how to talk to you. They know how to, they know how to advise you and all that. Because sometimes you don't know the answer. Sometimes you don't want the answer. But just talking about it is good. And yeah, yeah I think therapy is great. Yeah, I, and I'm so glad that you said that because I think it's really important too. For especially if this is just newly happening to get your kids into therapy because, like you said, sometimes you just want to talk and, and you don't even really need somebody to tell you anything. It's just something that you need to say and get off get off your chest and, and express. And, and it's a place that, like you said, that is someone other than your own family because you're always worried about hurting them and, and worrying about them too. So, yeah, thank you for saying that because I think it's really important. And so for kids, I think the takeaway is for kids like, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be to cry and to be sad and to be upset. It's okay. And just and let it out. Let it out so that it doesn't eat at you later. And know that and Oscar like you said, know that you'll get through it. 
Like yeah. it will get totally. better. You'll get through yeah. it. Yeah. Right. It's shitty in the moment, but you will get through it. Yeah. So what would you say to parents then? So this is parents now, first time, first Christmases apart, and they're trying to, I guess they're trying to work around their kids and stuff. So what would you say to them that could help their kids or just in general? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think uh, just be understanding of what your kid is going through, I guess. So don't, don't try to like talk down on the other parent or try to persuade them to like just play it. Like I would love to have you here, but I also feel understand if you want to go visit your other parent as well. Like play middle ground. Like don't try to persuade them to come and don't talk down on your ex in that way. I guess just because they're going through a lot as well, and I guess you just got to be very sensitive about how your kid might be feeling during the holidays. Yeah, kind of like add on to that. Like that's something that happens a lot is where the parents try to get a kid on their side. And even if a parent has, in like quotation marks, I'm mm-hmm. doing that with my fingers, but um, even if they have it and they go to their other parent's house, the parents will like talk about, oh, they brainwashed you and they'll talk horribly. They'll say all these things and two parents trying to fight and get their kids' sides and using their kids as kind of like a weapon. Mm-hmm. And that is horrible because it makes the kid feel guilty and it makes them, they don't have anywhere to go. If there's both parents are trying to kind of take them away, mm-hmm. there's no really place that they can be safe. So what would you suggest to a parent to do if they're if they're feeling like that and if they're doing something like that? Leave your kid out of it if you're going through a divorce. Honestly, like that's what I think. Yeah. I agree. Leave your kid out of it and don't don't make them be the middleman. So even over the Christmas time cuz I know schedule I mean parents do fight a lot about especially being the messenger, that's huge. Yeah, you know, and they're going to fight a lot about who, you know, when I get to see see my kid for Christmas, it, you know, when what time on Christmas day, Christmas Eve, and there's a lot of that fighting. Kids hear it. And so don't like take the message away, don't put your kid in the middle of it. Figure it out with your ex and and let them know, but be like you said, also be sensitive that they're going through a hard time and they probably want to see both parents as well. So try and be open and sensitive to that because it's about them and their feelings, not about you and and your fighting with, with your ex, right? I also think there's, if you're recently divorced and you have, and you have a new partner, mm-hmm. I also thought it'd be important just to add, I think for younger kids, I mean, older kids might just understand the feeling of like, I want to have some time alone with my new partner and everything. But I think to a younger kid that's recently going through that change, I think it'd be really important to express how much you would want it, like to have your kid like take part in Christmas with your new partner, just to let them know that like you're still like my top priority, even with my new partner. Yeah. In a weird way. Even though like sometimes that's just obvious, but I also think it's just something to keep in mind. Oh no, I, I agree because. There are a lot of new partners involved in in many relation in many families and relationships, and I think I think you don't actually realize. And me being a stepmom, I kind of had to figure that out. Like you don't, I guess you just assume that oh, well, of course the kids are there, but to them, it's this other new person that is now taking this time and yeah, attention yeah. away. <laughs> so, right, so they're looking at you like, hey. So I think it's really good that parents kind of reaffirm and reassure them that, hey, like you still have my attention, right? We're just going to include that other person into our little attention, right? And, uh, and, 
Yeah, but and it's good to give them that little extra time. So especially during Christmas, because it's so full of family and all these people and visiting and all this stuff. And I think it's easy for adults to lose sight of the kids when they're, you know, visiting with with their brothers and sisters and with the grandparents and all of that stuff. And you're not, you know, you think, oh yeah, they're just they're just watching TV there. Or they might just be watching TV thinking, oh my God, I want to ball my eyes out, right? <laughs> or or maybe it's a new new stepmom or stepdad that's there too and thinking, you know, well, why are they here? Because they're not part of our family yet, right? So yeah, yeah so kind of just always make sure that they have that little extra and and I think starting traditions is a good yeah. way to do that. Like totally, have that yeah. little extra so that they feel that it's something new. Like, oh, okay, great. Now we have this extra thing we can do with mom or with dad. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good way to start something new and make them feel a little bit closer and like you're thinking of them a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I think this is great and I can't thank you guys enough for for sharing. So before we go... Christmas presents. Now, do you guys do you guys exchange Christmas presents with each other? I'm too broke. We have an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah, we had an agreement for the first time this year that we won't be getting each other presents. Because yeah. what happened last year? He gave me a hundred dollars. Oh. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> yeah, he's sixteen. Though. We'll figure it out. When yeah. we're, when we're making bank in our thirties. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're gonna owe him big time. Yeah. <laughs> big yeah. time. Yeah. How? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's better to do no presents with each other than, yes, one give like this extraordinary (laughs) present and the other one be like, well. When you you give someone cash, you kind of have to give them the exact value of $100 for a present. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's 20. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, you are younger. So, you, I think you have a good excuse that. Well, I can't give you as much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think the no present rule until both of you are at an income level yeah. where you can can match each other is probably yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. You guys are amazing. And I would love to have you guys back. No, we, we could We could talk time. about so many other things. Yeah. yeah it doesn't have to be that. about divorced parents either. <laughs> we could talk about even just being teenagers and... What that's like if parents drive you crazy. And totally fine. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Boys, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. You guys were great. I'm going to have you back for sure. I, there's just so many things that we can talk about. But thank you so much for sharing and for being on the show. And I want to thank everyone for listening. And I know normally I will have, I usually have Conscious Community at this segment of the show. We had no write-ins this week. And, and I understand people are busy. It's Christmas time. It's a holiday season. And so we all are preoccupied with so many other things. So no big deal. We will continue to have Community Corner and and share with you continually in the episodes to come. And I encourage everyone to write in and share your stories. And for this segment, I would love to hear people's your Christmases, what Christmas is like for you as a divorced family as a step family, blended family, those would be great traditions that you have. Let's hear them. Let's share because it's great to hear what other people's, especially traditions and things that you do. It's great to hear things like that. 
as well. And it might give a nice idea for someone new to this lifestyle and new to this type of family. So things that they can start with their own family. So let's continue to share and communicate with each other. And so please feel free to share with me, write in with your stories and how your Christmases are, what you do. And you can reach me at ConsciousCoachingInc.com. Go to the website. You can connect with me right at the website and message me there. You can send me an email, Leah at ConsciousCoachingInc.com or go to my Facebook page. And there's tons of articles and podcasts. All my podcasts are listed there and different sayings and and posts. So go there, connect, message me through Facebook. And the Facebook page is Conscious Coaching Inc. So there's many ways that you can connect and share your stories and share with each other. And I just want to say, so this will be our last segment before the Christmas holidays. So Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrates Christmas. And happy holidays to everyone. It has been such a great experience doing podcasts for all of you and sharing with all of you. And I continue and we will continue to do this. I mean, this isn't going away at any time. And we're going to continue to share with you, bring stories, bring information, bring experiences to life to you through this and And I just wanted to say happy holidays to everyone. I will be taking a break for a week, so that's great. Not the podcast. Keep listening every Sunday. It'll be posted every Sunday. So not the podcast. We still have new podcasts coming out. There's one coming out this Sunday and and every Sunday. So keep listening. Keep connecting. Thank you so much. I wish everyone a happy holiday. And know that you are never alone because I'm Leah and I'm in your corner.